Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. So, there's a saying I like, and I think it's going to come in handy these days, these very trying days in our country and in our lives, when it's tempting to wonder whether we're spiraling into some kind of darkness. And listen, everything that happens in the country, everything that happens in the world is a metaphor for what happens in any story, in any narrative, yours, mine. Because when we see things unfolding on the world stage or on the national stage, it's a story like any other story. And the question is, whether we despair and believe that the narrative can't change or whether we believe, yes, it can. Well, obviously, this is the Pain to Power podcast, so uh, we believe it can change. Those of you who are listening to this, those of you who read the blogs, those of you who read my eBooks, know that I believe that the comeback story is the iconic story. It is encoded essentially, in our narrative DNA as a species. And that's why I like this statement that I was about to share with you called, not called, but the statement is this, the future defines the past. We're so ready to judge and say that uh, we can forecast uh, the future, and we tend to have a dim view of it if we're in the middle of something tremendously difficult. We are in the middle of something tremendously difficult. Some of our most sacred and important institutions in this country are under assault. There's tremendous infighting between Americans of different political stripe. There is enormous distrust between political parties, between races, between genders. And yet... I like this statement, the future defines the past. Why? Because it's so hopeful. It suggests that you don't know, really, you don't know where you are in terms of light or darkness, in terms of optimism or pessimism. You can't really know because the future is what's going to define the struggles of today. So, if in fact you were to say we needed to see the threats to things like free speech and other rights in this country, we really needed to descend to a point at which we questioned whether those things would exist in the near term. We need that in order to strengthen and fortify. Well, strengthen and fortify are synonyms, so I'll go with fortify. Fortify, in order to fortify those things in this country, First Amendment, Second Amendment, all of the rights and privileges that fall to those who are Americans, if we believe that we needed to come very close to losing those rights in order to enshrine them again, then at the moment at which we put in place the safeguards to 
perpetuate those rights because we see how close we've come to losing them. At that moment, the future has defined the past. And all of the trouble, the sausage factory, if you will, all the trouble that we've went, that we've gone through becomes the preface to better times and a better outcome. I think, I hope you know this in your own lives. It's very tough to judge during a day or a season or a year of difficulty what that difficulty means in terms of your life story entire. And in fact, I always like, as I say, I defer to the statement, the future defines the past, because I believe that every challenge, in, in every challenge, in every single challenge is encoded a stronger outcome. We have to believe that's the case. We have to see that that can be the case in order to avail ourselves of that energy, even while we're going through the trial and tribulation of that period of time. But in fact, it's really true. The future defines the past, not the other way around. We always say, if you forget the past, you're condemned to repeat it. That's true, sure. But until you can, and you can't possibly, by the way, read the tea leaves to the extent that you know exactly the way the universe or God is working in our lives. And therefore, until you get to page 267 of the story of our collective existence or the story of your existence, you can't know. You really can't know what trying times mean, how they're going to develop, how they're going to set the stage for triumph. Trying times set the stage for triumphs. There is no darkness that doesn't yield to light. I, I want you to take that as a kind of uh, talisman going forward. Keep that with you. In these days, these very trying times, it's never the case. It's never the case that darkness begets more darkness, begets more darkness. The light always comes. So the question is, you keep your eyes open and you say, I wonder what's going to happen to turn this to the good. Will it be a new leader emerging because times get so challenging that someone has to step up? Will it be that in descending to such, you know, acrimony between different groups in our nation that we finally find the greatest commonality somehow, somewhere? Where are we headed? That's what I'd like people to think more about with optimism and clarity. To think to themselves, well, where are we going? If, in fact, things always tend to the good, and if the comeback story is literally encoded in our species and in every individual who is a human being, I believe that, by the way, it's encoded in our story, the comeback Moses crosses the desert 40 years, right, before the promised land. 40 years. It's an amazing story. Christ has to 
be crucified to be resurrected, darkness then light. A difficult, terrible, tortuous journey and then the promised land. It always comes. The future defines the past. And so in these times, we've got COVID in our lives, and we're going to learn from that. It's not, we're never on the ropes as human beings. We're going to learn from that. More knowledge is going to flow because we're confronting this adversary called COVID, not less. There's something that will come from our efforts, struggle against this pandemic, that we learn about health and well-being and fending off some other scourge. And we'll look back and we'll say, wait a second, that insight came from fighting that pandemic. Maybe it'll be the use of RNA, which is used, I know, not everyone loves the vaccines, but Listen, we would never have deployed RNA technology so rapidly, and perhaps too rapidly. I'm, I'm happy to listen to both sides of the argument. We wouldn't have done it, though, but for the pandemic. So the question is, I would start to think, okay, the future defines the past. Hence, in what positive way are we going to use the technology that was developed in such a hurry? What other gifts is that scientific insight going to give us? And similarly, here we are, <clears throat> me too, causing acrimony between the genders. We got, you know, Black Lives Matter uh, being a, a lightning rod and causing one, some might say, I might say, causing friction between the races in this country. And I know they have a lot of adherence too, but I think it's ill-conceived to choose a provocative name in order to advance a decent goal, a high-minded goal of equality. I don't believe you start by dividing people. But out of all of that, we're going to find something very positive. I promise you, this is the search. This is, this is the series of chapters that precede those that manifest everything we've learned. We've got to be really watchful for how this turmoil leads to triumph. It surely will. And that doesn't mean there isn't real suffering. There is. What it means is that it allows you a kind of, what? Uh, a kind of, you know, the I'm thinking about the eye, actually. Um, and, and the way the eye works, there's part of the eye called the macula. It has the highest density of receptors for light. It allows us to focus. This kind of thinking allows us to focus on the good things that are going to come even when we're mired in struggle. Again, it's, it's every person's metaphor. And if you're struggling in your own personal life, 
the agenda has to be to look into the struggle, to understand the dynamics that are feeding the problems, and take that very process and the lessons derived from efforting the understanding that those problems require and say, that's the gift. That's the power that I'm going to derive from my pain. If I go into these things, if I don't run from them, if I try to understand loss, if I try to understand times where I've underperformed, I then have the code to perform at the level I want to. Anything painful has the seeds in it of something powerful. That's how we're built. That's why you can't go to a movie in which the main character or some very central character doesn't encounter incredible trouble. Some kind of trouble. Unless it's a comedy. Or just sort of you know, a movie that's forgettable. In the ones that aren't forgettable, there's always a hurdle, trouble, a reversal, and then the comeback, the turning point, the plot point in the story. That's what keeps you in your seats. That's what keeps us on the planet. That's what keeps us looking forward with optimism because nobody leaves their seats in the theater and says, we're done, we're out. Look, Tom Cruise, he's in a mess. No. You sit there and you say, I wonder how this is going to end. How's he going to get out of it? But it's more than getting out of it. It's being renewed by the struggle. We're in a struggle now. There's no question. There's no question. This country is struggling. And you know what? That's real pain. And you know what? That's going to lead to even more power if we are alert for the opportunities to manifest it. So be vigilant. Start thinking with confidence. Wow, what is going to come from this? What's going to precipitate out of this mad mixture in this solution? What's going to come out of it? Something grand, because it is never the case that chaos reigns. There's, there is order to the universe. Something will crystallize in humanity, in this country, in the world, because of what we're going through now. We're going to learn something. We're going to put something more into practice. We're, it might be that we find real commonality with other people because of this struggle that involves heightening the differences between people, right? Because of that, we might say, but wait a second. We're really all bonded together because we all love our kids. It could be as simple as that. It could be that a leader emerges who helps us to see that. Any number of things can happen, but something will happen. And so if you in your own life find yourself right now, tonight, tomorrow, facing adversity, please, I hope that you'll interpret it as pain before the power. 
The future defines the past. You'll look back and you'll say, that's so strange. I've become, you fill in the blank, more resilient, more understanding, more creative, more willing to roll with the punches, whatever it might be, something good is going to come from what you're encountering now if it's difficult to get through. But never give up. Never give up because remember, the future defines the past. And until you're in the future, until you're down the road a piece, you can't look back and decide what you just went through and whether, in fact, as is, by the way, always the case, it was an opportunity for you. We human beings get stronger and stronger as individuals and as nations and as a species, as long as we keep a hopeful eye on the future. And there's every reason to be hopeful, even today and every day. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times, making us uncertain people. Pain to power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain2power.com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com. Or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978-462-1125. And the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.